1: Alabama Congressman Barry Moore has a bill that he offered in the U.S. House get passed and now sent to the U.S. Senate. H.R. 6976 requires that illegal aliens who are convicted of driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol here in the U.S. to be deported back to their country of origin. Moore spoke about his bill on the House floor.
0: In 2020, then-candidate Joe Biden said that illegal aliens with DUI convictions should be allowed to stay in the United States. Biden asserted that I should not arrest aliens with drunk driving convictions because you only arrest for the purpose of dealing with felonies that are committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Candidate Biden even called for ICE officers to be fired if they arrested aliens without felony convictions. To President Biden and my Democratic colleagues, today we say absolutely not. If you are a guest in this country, you drive drunk, you should be removed from our country, Period.
1: All of Alabama's Republican delegation did vote to pass the bill for more. Some Democrats joined Republicans in passing the bill as well, 59 of them, but not Democrat Congresswoman Terry Sewell. She voted no on deporting illegal aliens who are convicted of breaking further laws here in the U.S. by committing a DUI. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville hates the border security package that is being negotiated behind closed doors in the U.S. Senate by some Democrats and Republicans. Tuberville spoke about this with Steve Bannon on Real America's Voice.
0: The process that we're going through right now is American people are being held hostage for a border bill. Now, first of all, President Trump didn't he 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 already had the laws intact and he stopped and controlled the border. This group wants more and more policies. They're in the laws that, number one, they're not going to go by if we pass them but they want to trick the American people and us as Republicans to vote for this nonsense so they can get the Ukraine money. I wouldn't vote for it uh, for anything. Uh, James Langford has worked at it for four months, but I think we've pretty much been held hostage by the Republican leadership. The Republican leadership pushed this on us, and now if we don't pass something, we're going to look bad in the eyes of the, of the American people. But I'm just telling people right now, we do not need a border policy. We already have one intact. Just go by the damn laws.
1: A state lawmaker has pre-filed a bill a week before the legislative session gets underway. That bill would deal with child pornography and artificial intelligence. State Representative Matt Woods wants to increase civil penalties for those who engage in AI-generated child pornography, and it would provide $25,000 in damages for a victim for every image that is incorporated into the AI-generated pornography. The bill also makes it illegal to make this computer-generated porn. Wood says that laws are going to have to keep up with emergent technology, especially when this type of technology is being used and offering zero value to society. Regions Bank, which is Alabama-based and headquartered in Birmingham, is announcing layoffs to its workforce. The bank has a total of 20,000 employees, and the layoffs will be a reduction of less than 3% of those workers. Most of the positions are outside of the Birmingham area. Regions leadership says the layoffs come after a review of their business model combined with market demand and economic factors. Radio icons Rick and Bubba make an announcement that is bringing an end to an era. The Rick and Bubba show will turn off the mics at the end of 2024. Rick Burgess and Bubba Bussey have been operating out of Birmingham since 1994 with a five-hour radio show every weekday. The two men say that their relationship is still very strong, that they have been greatly blessed by their listeners over the years, and that they're still the sexiest fat men alive. But it's time to end the 30-year run. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the Federal Reserve met this week and walked away from the meeting without cutting interest rates. The decision to do so apparently won't be made until inflation starts dropping down closer to 2%. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said that almost everyone taking part in this meeting agreed that more data needs to come in before they will move to cut the rates. Joe Biden is suddenly very interested in prayer and East Palestine, Ohio. Biden attended the annual prayer breakfast in Washington, D.C. this week, and he also announced that after a full year since the disastrous train derailment and toxic poisoning of vinyl chloride into the streets of East Palestine, that he will go there to visit. The mayor of East Palestine, Trent Conway, says Biden should wait one more year and make the visit on his book tour. Conway spoke on Fox News.
0: I wrote a letter to him uh, about a month ago saying that, you know, I think he needed to come. And you know, I was gracious in the letter. Uh, I think he needs to see what's going on here.
1: Do you still stand by that comment about the book tour?
0: I 100% stand by the comment about the book tour. I, I think that's the best time for him Him personally is, you know, his, Joe Biden. That's the best time for Joe Biden to come. Uh, I think the best time for him to come would have been whenever, he, you know, whenever this happened.
1: The House Oversight Committee is moving forward in its impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. A letter has been sent to the White House Counsel regarding the National Archives and Records Administration. The House Committee is demanding access to all drafts of the speech within NARA that Joe Biden made when he was vice president, where he bragged to a crowd that he had demanded that the Ukrainian prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, be fired in order for that country to get a billion-dollar loan guarantee from the U.S., Oversight Chairman James Comer already requested those documents months ago, but the White House refused to permit NARA to release them to Congress. In the letter, Comer pointed out how the White House provided Congress with presidential records related to the Trump administration in a very timely manner, and he wants the White House to do the same in this case and to stop their delay tactics. The Texas Military Department is doing a little trolling these days. The TMD posted a picture of two flags on their X account. The American flag is flying at the TMD headquarters in Austin, Texas, but beneath it is the Gonzalez flag, which is a picture of a cannon and the words, come and take it, written underneath. The Gonzalez flag was part of the Texas Revolution. This all comes as the state of Texas makes a stand against the Biden border policy, which is facilitating the whole-scale invasion of the U.S. by millions of illegal aliens who are coming across the U.S.-Mexico border from as far away as China and the Middle East. They're gaining asylum as well as taxpayer-funded benefits to continue living here in the U.S., and they're even displacing the care and resources that are intended for veterans through the Veterans Administration. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is not wasting any time in helping Texas now that he's off the presidential campaign and back at the governor's desk. DeSantis has ordered 1,000 National Guardsmen from Florida to head over to Texas to help them fight the illegal border crossings. So if Texas is helping to erect barriers, putting up razor wire, doing other things to keep illegal aliens out... I want to be helpful with them doing that. I don't want to be part of the federal government trying to tear down these barriers and let more people in illegally. This is crazy that this is the case. Uh, so today, uh, we are going to fortify our presence along the southern border. Uh, we're providing up to one battalion of Florida National Guard, uh, as well as uh, our first ever deployment of the Florida State Guard. The U.S. Supreme Court will be considering a case that addresses bump stocks attached to guns. The Supreme Court has refused to consider three other prior cases that address the bump stocks, but now oral arguments on the case of Garland v. Cargill have been scheduled to take place in the coming weeks. This case has been within the court system and appellate system since 2018. It all started with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms announcing a new regulation to have bump stock owners turn in their devices to the government and for the government to further ban the use of bump stocks, classifying them as a tool to enable a firearm to become automatic or similar to a machine gun. The Firearms Policy Coalition is opposed to this new regulation, and they're part of the lawsuit. They call it a violation of the U.S. Constitution and accuse the ATF of redefining the term that were established 20 years ago in order to infringe upon America's gun rights. The Sage Journals is publishing a peer-reviewed study that makes a direct link between the increase in heart failure and myocarditis to the COVID-19 mRNA shots. The study used the U.S. government's own data, which was placed into the VAERS system, which is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. That system is managed by the Center for Disease Control. The study found that myocarditis reports after vaccination in 2021 saw a jump of 223 times the average for all vaccines released prior to the COVID-19 jab. Myocarditis emerged in 69% of males who got the COVID-19 mRNA shot. 70% of those who got the myocarditis had to receive emergency care and hospitalization with 3% dying. Doctors who took part in this study were Jessica Rose, Nicholas Holscher, and Peter McCullough. And as we head out into the weekend, I would love to be able to end this report with a positive story, but I'm afraid I can't do it this time, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it for the remainder of 2024. We'll see. But I'm going to leave you with an avenue to explore if you care to and have the time to do so. It will reveal even further exactly what type of people are seeking positions of control and power at the highest levels of the U.S. government. So let's consider a recent appointment by Joe Biden. Joe Biden has selected John Podesta to come work at the White House once again as an advisor to clean energy projects. Podesta is very familiar with working in seats of power. He was the chief of staff for Bill Clinton and an advisor to Barack Obama, as well as the campaign manager to Hillary Clinton. So those are the circles that Podesta runs in, and then some. Podesta also likes to participate in activities initiated by Marina Abramovich, a satanic witch. And there is no other way to describe her. Look her up. If you want to get a quick snapshot of who John Podesta and his brother Tony are really all about, just do a simple Google search this weekend. Type in John Podesta's art collection. But be forewarned, you will be highly disturbed. And sometimes that is what's necessary. It's not comfortable, but it's necessary to know exactly who is seeking to get their hands on the wheel in leading this nation. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our
0: great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama
1: values.